1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Mike, Mike just hit me with a trivia question. I said I was coming into work today, old school Friday. I'm in the car and I'm jamming and uh, I'm dreaming with Christopher Williams came on and Mike's like, for extra credit,
3: what was his name in New Jack City? <laughs> what was his character's name? Kareem Akbar. I, I, I never liked you, you pretty. Yeah, hard to say when you've got uh, Nino Brown sticking a knife right through your hand I into onto a table. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're right. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about that. Hey, <laughs> man, uh, it's Dukes <laughs> <and> Bell.
2: <laughs> ah! Now leave me. Uh, let's talk to our man, Jason Longshore. Jason, sorry about the trivia.
3: <laughs> sorry. We get on a New Jack City rant. It just, it's hard to get off that train. Uh,
2: but we hope you are doing well. We are happy to have you back on the show as a regular. It is that time of year as we talk Atlanta United. There's a lot to be excited about, man. I mean, you know, this is a, a, a new team. It really is. We talk about a lot of the turnover and the personnel. First of all, let's start there. What do you think about all of the new faces? And who do you think is going to have a real impact?
4: I think it's a strong group. I mean, one of the guys, he's not exactly a new face in Luis Araujo. He, he came in in August of last year. But first full season, and he's a player who I think is key to Atlanta early in the season, both on and off the ball. I, I think, you know, we always see his speed. We see his ability in, in tight spaces. He can score goals. He can create chances. But early on, I think as Atlanta starts to build that chemistry in their attack, you got to get Tiago Almada, you got to get Marcelino Moreno healthy. I think Luis Araujo and his defensive work, he's so fast, and he loves to press and make it difficult for the opposition to build out. We saw it in Birmingham. His pressure caused an own goal. I think his pressure is going to cause turnovers and give Atlanta a lot of good opportunities early on in the season.
3: And that's a question I was asking you earlier today off the air, Jason, because we do have, you know, Marino and, and uh, uh, Joseph, and, and we kind of took it for granted, but Joseph was not 100%. And then once Almanac gets his visa straightened out, just for a layman who doesn't follow soccer, I be, I use it like a, almost like a Showtime Lakers. We could have three or four guys that can move the ball with speed really fast up the field.
4: Yeah, that's a really good way to look at this because we know what Joseph can do in this league. He's done it for a number of years. Last year, nowhere near 100%. He still had double-digit goals. Arauju, we've seen the ability. This is a guy with a Ligue 1 title in, in France. Almada, one of the most promising young players to come out of Argentina, and I, I know people have wanted to compare him to Ezekiel Barco, but when Almada shows up, he's two years deeper into his career than Barco was when he arrived, okay. and he hasn't had the injury issues that Barco had when he was here. So I think Almada is somebody you can expect more from than Barco when he first arrived. He's just a, a, more of a finished product. And Moreno somebody that I think at times we forget about all of the big moments he had last year. You know, the late winner against Montreal, um, a late goal to put a game away in Toronto, the the wild dribbling run he had to set up a goal for George Bellow. Moreno, if he's the fourth guy that gets attention in that attack, he's going to have a lot of opportunities because defenses aren't going to be able to key on everybody.
2: Jason Longshore, our guest, guys. Atlanta United's first match, Sporting KC Sunday, pregame at 2.30 with Jason and uh, our man Mike Conti. Kickoff is at 3 o'clock. We had George Campbell on the show yesterday. What are the expectations for him and his role moving forward?
4: Man, I, I can't say enough good things about George Campbell. Having a chance to see him in the academy and then with Atlanta United to and earning a pro contract, And all the work he's put in, he was a player in the academy at the beginning who was not looked at as a pro prospect. He didn't look like he was going to get there. He was on the bench in those early seasons until he made the move to center back. And he's still learning the position. But at his age and in this team right now where he's not going to be asked to to start 34 games, I think they're going to play a line of four a lot, which is going to be two center backs, Miles Robinson, Alan Franco. But Campbell's going to start the opener because Franco's suspended. He'll be in a position where he can come in and be a third center back when the team wants to play with that. He can also come into the holding midfield and help shut down a game. Campbell's going to see the field a lot this year. And I've, I've said it, I think Campbell is one of those next young center backs in this league and in this country that people have to start paying attention to because he's got the combination of size, speed, power, skill, and he reads the game really well. He's got a little bit of a mean streak, too, which I like.
3: Yeah, and it's always seemed like we we're a little bit shorter on the back, and obviously Miles is a big guy, but I mean, and by the way, with George Bellow leaving, I mean, are, we're, so you're not saying there's going to be a fall-off as far as like the, uh, the, the backs, and, def- and we would call defense for the casual fan.
4: No, I, I don't think so, because Andrew Gutman is a player that I think was acquired a couple of years ago with the understanding that 2021 was more than likely going to be George Bellows last season in Atlanta. He wanted the opportunity to go to Europe. They had a chance to prepare for the future in two different ways, because Andrew Gutman comes off of two years where he's played pretty consistently in Cincinnati. And then with the Red Bulls, he'll slot right into the first team. He'll play. He's looked very good in preseason. He's been very impressive to me, but they also signed as a homegrown Caleb Wiley and Caleb Wiley is 17 years old. He's played 33 games in USL Championship with Atlanta United, 2 over the last two years. He was playing games consistently as a 15-year-old huh. in USL Championship. Incredible speed with Caleb Wiley. Still got things to learn at the pro level. He's 17, but I think he's the future down the road. And honestly, what we've seen in preseason, he's going to push Andrew Gutman for, for minutes early on.
2: What did you learn from the friendlies uh, as we got ready for the season with formations and tactics? Was there anything that, that stood out to you as far as how we might start the season with, with formation-wise?
4: Yeah, the, the the two things that, that stand out, I think formation isn't going to be critical. I, I don't think the, the formation is going to define the way the team plays. I think we'll see them play like they did last year some with three center backs and – sometimes turning into a line of five and we'll see that at times they'll more often play out of a four, three, three kind of a shape. So two center backs, two outside backs. I think we've seen a lot of times in midfield that can look with two holding midfielders or one, two in front of one or one in front of two. It can go either way wide players. You like to come inside a good bit and your number nine, your striker, um, What I've seen from a tactical perspective in preseason that I think is going to be really important for Atlanta United, especially early as Atlanta's attack starts to come together, is the way that they're pressing the opposition when Atlanta doesn't have the ball. It's very intense and it's very quick. The ball turns over and guys switch on really quick to become defenders. Araujo is brilliant in those moments. Tyler Wolf probably going to get the start with Almada and Moreno likely not available for Sunday. Tyler Wolf is very good in those moments. I think the midfield: Ozzy Alonzo, who's probably going to start, while Santiago Sosa is still recovering from offseason surgery. Alonzo is really good at jumping into those passing lanes. They'll pick up turnovers with Atlanta's attackers. They'll, they'll cause the opposition's defense to turn the ball over. But even if that first line is broken. Atlanta's midfield is very good at picking up the ball in the middle third and then starting a counter. So I think you're gonna get a lot of goals off of turnovers for Atlanta United this season.
3: It is Jason Longshore with us guys on the Wait4.com highlight. As Carl mentioned, he and Mike Conti will have the call. Also freaking you are gonna be out there, Carl, the special edition yeah. to get you ready for the season curtain raiser right about by the big bird out front, man. So go by and say hi. It's gonna be a blast. Jason, as we said, The other day, Carl and I were saying, creating buzz, you know, getting a buzz about this team. 18, obviously, was unbelievable. 19 was a year with just a few more breaks and a few less injuries. We might have won a championship again. And obviously, the turnover the coaches, the COVID year really stunk. But you you just touched on it. You got a coach who the guys really seem to respond to. Starting healthy this season. Are we going to get back to the kind of scoring and the juice that we used to have with this team, I guess, for lack of a better word?
4: Yeah, I think so. I think this is going to be a team that when all of those attacking pieces are in place and have a little bit of time to build up chemistry, Thiago Amada came in and got a chance to train in Guadalajara with the team for about a week, played 50 minutes in a game down there, and he's such a player. He's able to fit in pretty fast. But you need to get him and Moreno in with this group. The attack might take a little more time. And that's typical. You know, we see this in in a lot of sports where the defense is on top early in the season. The defense maybe picks things up a little bit quicker. That's where you get a good coach in Gonzalo Pineda who can coach up this team defensively to create opportunities off of that. As the season goes, though, and that attack comes together, I think teams are going to really start to fear Atlanta's attack like they used to. And you're going to see a lot of goals. You've got multiple guys who can score double-digit goals multiple guys who can have double-digit assists. It's going to be a fun year to watch this thing come together.
2: What do we know about uh, Sporting KC and what's going on with those guys?
4: They're missing their number nine, Alan Polito. He had off-season knee injury, knee surgery. He's going to be out for the year. Uh, they've had a couple of visa issues, just like Atlanta. Some guys who have just arrived this week, some guys who probably will not be with the team this weekend. Their best playmaker, kind Kenda, Had a knee surgery as well, more of a minor cleanup kind of thing. He's going to miss the first month. Where they're dangerous is their wingers. They don't play like a lot of wingers that we think of who are going to take it wide, put in a cross. Johnny Russell and Daniel Shallowy combined had 31 goals last year and 16 assists. They are the hub of this team, and they like to come inside, and the interchange between them and the forward Kyrie Shelton and the midfielders is really good. So all of the things we've talked about with Atlanta United, the attack, it's all going to be really important. Having the possession battle, it's going to be important against Kansas City. But when Atlanta has to defend in their defensive third, Ronald Hernandez, Andrew Gutman, the center backs, Miles Robinson, George Campbell, and I think especially Osvaldo Alonso as that holding midfielder, they have to be switched on with players moving and exchanging positions. That's where Kansas City can hurt you.
3: And one last note, uh, Jason, we did finally uh, release, get rid of uh, a guy, uh, Jürgen Dom, that I thought, when he was healthy, you saw speed, you saw the elements we talked about with some of these other guys, great ball handling, but he just couldn't stay healthy. So, unfortunately, it's, it was a big p- uh, chunk of payroll that's off the books.
4: Yeah, it's unlucky for Jürgen because he came here for an opportunity for a fresh start after a long time at Tigres in Mexico, and he just wasn't healthy enough to get that fresh start. He just couldn't stay on the field consistently. And once Luis Araujo became available late in the summer window last year, he took that right wing spot. And Jurgen Dom at most was going to be a backup to Araujo. And that's not what Jurgen Dom wants to do. He came here for a fresh start. He's not going to be a backup in that situation. So, I thought maybe he'd end up in Mexico before their transfer window closed. The deal never came together with Chivas or Club América or any of the other big clubs that were linked to him at different points. And. I don't know what's next for Jurgen For Atlanta, that opens up some roster space. That opens up some cap space. Gives them some flexibility to go out and maybe add another piece to a, a pretty settled roster as it is.
2: Great stuff, Jason. Looking forward to the call, man, and looking forward to the start of the MLS season with Atlanta United. Good luck on the call, and we'll talk to you next week.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.